We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk. Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing the East Coast. Back by popular demand, we have Peter Sauer with us. He's the president and chief executive officer of CalSpan Holdings. And Peter Sauer is a powerful business driver whose entrepreneurial instincts and clarity of vision have carried multiple companies through rapid change and continuous growth, serving in a multifaceted role at CalSpan, his presence has led to significant contributions and advancements across all company business divisions as well as within the administrative support groups. He's a young man, a bright man, a gifted man, and CalSpan, in spite of this pandemic, is doing very well. They have a great leadership also with Lou Knotts and John Yurchik the chairman of the board, and uh, those are the owners, and uh, he's doing very well. So let's first uh, talk about how your company's values changed. And I have a sheet on CalSpan values, and in fact, I'm taking a graduate course in ethics at um, Damon College, and we talk about values in this graduate course. So it's very, very important, especially with the nonsense that takes place in Washington and Albany on a daily basis where I think there's an absence of values in those cities. But let's talk about CalSpan values. Peter Sauer. Well, good morning, Brian, and I appreciate uh, the opportunity to chat with you um, I am a, uh, a huge proponent of CalSpan values and am sometimes uh, accused of talking about them uh, even a little too much. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's good reason for that. CalSpan um, you know, is a highly technical organization. It's been around uh, for 75 years. In fact, we're celebrating this year. Um, rooted in uh, back to the Curtis Wright days when the Curtis Wright factory was across the street from the uh, where the CalSpan is currently located in the site of the current Buffalo Airport, CalSpan uh, for many decades operated as a research and development company, both in the aerospace and transportation sectors, and was a very significant cost-plus contractor due to the research and development nature of what it did. And so CalSpan developed many, many different technologies over time. Um, you know, It started with a transonic wind tunnel we've tested. Uh, most of all the major aircraft programs that have come through uh, the U.S. military have gone through the CalSpan wind tunnel as part of their development. Um, we've developed things like the seatbelt and the crash test dummy 
uh, in our transportation groups. And, you know, we could we could spend m- more than the time we have today talking about all the technical exploits um, at Kelspan. In fact, Lou Knotts, uh, our distinguished owner, just completed a, uh, a book, a beautiful uh, cocktail uh, table style book that uh, chronicles all the various, well, I shouldn't say all, but an excerpts of the technical achievements of Kelspan and just great photographs and something that, you know, I'd love to get you a copy, Brian, to, to take a look at you, you. You'd appreciate it very well, much. Well, we should have another show with Lou and uh, John uh, to follow up. I did not know about that book, but, um, yeah, it's hot off the press. Lou, 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 uh, Lou authored it. Um, it's a fantastic piece and, and something that would be worth, worth talking about down the road. Yeah. Well, if but, you have a copy, give it to John because I should be seeing him next weekend. I'd like to see that. That would be worthy of a follow-up show. Is that going to be available to the public? I, at some point, yeah, we're anticipating it being available. You know, we're still working through the mechanics. I mean, we didn't actually publish the book. Um, you know, uh, it was a work of love by Lou, and, and you know, we certainly are, um, you know, sharing it with our employees and with our, you know, our business partners. But as we've, as it's taken on a life of its own, there's been a lot of uh, interest from people in the community. A lot of people in the community in Western New York have family and friends over the many years that are somehow affiliated with Calspan. And we, it, it's, it's a, it's great to hear the various stories that come out of the woodwork. When you say you work at Calspan, there's always a response of some kind. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's, it's just a great, uh, a great organization to be part of and, and part of the Western New York community. Wonderful. Yeah. I think it, they should make it available on Amazon. They're probably 10,000 former employees in Western New York who'd like to uh, go and get it. Um, You have an interesting uh, line uh, in the information you sent me, and you, it's it's like uh, Peter Hunt on his uh, radio show talks about uh, knocking your socks off. Well, your line is secret sauce for all of our success. When I think of sauce, I think of Chef's Restaurant. But you're talking about a different kind of sauce. That is a different kind of secret yeah. sauce. And I, I thought it was a clever, uh, cute line. Um, let's talk about that for a few minutes. Uh, for CalSpan, uh, CalSpan Holdings, uh, what is the secret sauce for the success well, of CalSpan, Peter Sauer? Well, you referenced our CalSpan values, and, and you know, CalSpan, as I was starting to say, is, you know, has been for decades well-established and known for its technical prowess. But truth be told, because of its many decades of cost-plus contracting, it really wasn't a well-run business per se. And so as time evolved and demands uh, and government contracting and technologies changed, um, the world has largely moved away from cost-plus contracting, or at least the world that CalSpan plays in. And so as CalSpan you know, transitioned in the late 90s and early 2000s into a, you know, more commercial business, um, the company really struggled because it wasn't well-equipped to be a well-run commercial business. And so, um, you know, when I arrived at the company, um, there were a lot of challenges, a lot of financial issues. And um, at that time, we recognized I was t- I was tasked by Lou Knotts, who made a very profound comment that I latched onto and uh, have repeated many more times than he ever intended, and that was that we wanted CalSpan to be equally recognized for its business performance and its business practices as it was its technical prowess. And that is a, an awful tall order, uh, given CalSpan's technical prowess, but we took that seriously, 
And we recognized that in order to do that, we had a, a very, very significant amount of cultural change that was going to be required in the organization. And so uh, given the fact that we have a highly technical engineering type personality profile in most of our employees, um, you know, we, 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 you know, we immediately went out and hired a chief human resource officer, a woman by the name of Ruth Ann Armstrong, who came in and uh, really helped us diagnose what needed to be done. And we, we set out and, and first spent a lot of time and energy, many, many months at defining our CalSpan values and our core tenets and our values are inclusiveness, accountability, and innovation. And we, we spelled out under each of those broad categories very specific behaviors that are expectations for employees that work at CalSpan. And we very carefully carved out those behaviors because we wanted those behaviors to apply to the CEO and apply to the janitor and everybody in between. And so this was very important because a lot of times, you know, our technical workforce it was only focused on technical prowess and that they had, but their business practices and sometimes their other behaviors were not really what was desired. And so we started by communicating these values extensively throughout the organization, which is a critical part of any major change or cultural, cultural initiative is just communication, communication, communication. And so we, we started talking about these values all the time, and like like happened in a lot of organizations. When those first conversations happen, you sort of get a, some eye rolls from the engineers, and you know, not really knowing what that's all about. But then we started the hard work, and the hard work was incorporating this into first and foremost was incorporating these behaviors into our performance reviews. Um, so we had a lot of um, you know the joke at CalSpan, unlike a lot of companies, when you say, "Well, it's not rocket science." Well, at CalSpan, a lot of times it actually is rocket science. And we had rocket scientists who were incredibly talented rocket scientists, but they also at times were maybe not the best employees and maybe were, you know, didn't play well with others and all kinds of other potential issues. And so by incorporating these behaviors into the performance reviews, we truly started having the challenging conversations with some of our employees employees who perhaps in their entire lives had never gotten anything less than an A-plus on anything they've ever been measured on. And all of a sudden, they started getting measured on their behaviors, in addition to their A-plus rocket scientist work. And, you know, it was quite uh, impactful for folks to start getting C and D grades sometimes in their, in their personal behaviors. Um, we then doubled down on that dynamic, and the following year, we weighted the values portion of our performance appraisals at 50%. So not only did we, did we include the evaluation, but now we were weighting it equally with, you know, the, the, the job performance. And so we summarized that, 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 that sort of categorization as measuring not just the what you do, which are the, you know, the technical components of your job description, but we're also weigh, measuring the how you do it. And that's the behaviors of how you go about your business here at CalSpan. And so these were sound like very simple concepts, but when there's decades of deep-rooted culture, um, having conversations like this that have never been had before are, are quite impactful um, and volatile at times. Um, so as the journey continued, um, you know, the following year, we then incorporated a pay-for-performance model. No longer would there be, you know, socialist, socialistic-type 
generic pay increase percentages for everybody in the company. We started to take the scores, which now included the behaviors, and started to reward high performers at the expense of low performers. And so this was, again, a very, very profound cultural change for the organization, um, wrought with volatility, but one that we were committed to and one that we worked through. And so by doing this uh, over a number of years and then subsequently um, you know, incorporating this into what we refer to as our BCalSpan employee engagement model, and it just becomes every day, you know, this, this is normal course for us now. We, you know, we have really changed the culture into a very hard-charging, um, disciplined culture that um, still, you know, performs at a very high level technically, but now um, is performing at a very high level from a business perspective. And, and the reason those two things are linked to the values is that our values are not just Pollyanna, you know, uh, you know, be nice to each other values. There's some things like that in there. But, you know, one of our core values is accountability. And so we, we talk about demonstrating a rigorous work ethic that achieves measured results. So by putting measured results in there, it creates an accountability on actually performing and actually delivering delivering the business results, not just working hard and delivering a good technical product. It's got to be on time and on budget. And these were things that in the past were discounted compared to, hey, this is a really good technical project. So th- this, back to your sort of a lot, very long-winded answer to your question. About Brian, your sauce. You start, about your sauce. When you start talking about the secret sauce, <laughs> it's a, our values are really what we consider our secret sauce. We've got a, a broad variety of technical services that we provide to our customers across the aerospace and transportation sectors, and all the business needs within those various services we provide are very, very disparate. And so we've got to be nimble and we've got to adjust. But across all those businesses, the thing that is the same is the, the are these values and the approach to doing business that we do here at Kelsman. And so we found that that, you know, that sort of glue that holds holds the organization together and sort of links us together um, is is consistent across a lot of disparate businesses. No, it's wonderful. It's a great success story. We're very proud that you're in Western New York with Kelspan Holdings. Um, I like what you're talking about being inclusive. So many organizations are exclusive and they freeze. As you said, you 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 pride uh, the janitor all the way up to the chairman of the board, and sometimes the little guy or woman has ideas that can be more successful than the big guys. Uh, um, I remember a college president used to tell me they, that you need that janitor, that secretary every day. You can do without the chairman of the board or the president for a month or two, but you need the little guy to make it work every day. So it's very good that you're so inclusive, a model company in West New York, uh, poised for growth, CalSpan Holdings. Well, we- yes. Just to spell that out, like under our – to sort of connect the dots on what I was explaining before, right? Under inclusiveness, we've got a, a behavior that we say we value individuals for their diverse background styles and ideas and view different opinions as opportunities to improve CalSpan. So every single employee has an annual performance review where they are rated on that behavior. So we expect behavior in alignment with that. For, with every single employee. And again, we've got, you know, 
you know, 15 or 20 of these behaviors that are valued in that, that, that are measured in that way. But, you know, just the, the fact that it forces every supervisor to have that conversation with every single employee at least once a year, if not more, hopefully. But it's, it, you, you start doing that over an extended period of time and, you know, it starts to make a difference. And that's, again, a good example of why, you know, we believe our values is the secret sauce to the success that we've had here at CalSpan. That's wonderful. Uh, coming up, uh, we have planned on future programs Eric Reichert, who is International Vice President of uh, Ford and Chrysler, Congressman Chris Jacobs. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding previous guests, Richard Earl, the grandson of the famous auto designer Harley Earl with General Motors, and Al Zucaro with the World Trade Center. Again, we salute the great work of John Yurchik and Lou Knotts with CalSpan growing this company. And um, I'm very proud that my son years ago was an intern there, and now he's one of the top salespeople in the United States for ADP. So he got good training there. If you're listening in Cheektowaga or Montreal or Washington, D.C., to our 50,000 watts of clear channel power, drop us a note. Please write to Brian Rusk, care of the Rusk Report, ESPN Radio. 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. And ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. And Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampol Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Legal. The Ampol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. A little bit more information about Peter Sauer, President and Chief Executive Officer of CalSpan Holdings. His inspirational style and dynamic leadership approach guided the organization through both a company turnaround and an organizational and cultural renaissance. With these changes complete, Peter Sauer spearheaded multiple successful acquisitions that added synergistic capabilities to CalSpan's impressive aerospace and transportation portfolio of services. Peter Sauer's vision and ability to execute have successfully facilitated CalSpan's expansion and positioned the organization for future growth. Now, this year is a big year for CalSpan, even though you're half its age. We're talking about 75 years with CalSpan. So, what's big this year for CalSpan in its 75th anniversary year? Peter Sauer. Well, Brian, I think I'd be, I'd be remiss. You know, you mentioned Lou Knotts and John Yurchuk, but I'd be remiss if not when we talk about CalSpan uh, in, in 75 years that CalSpan is here for 75 years for a lot of different reasons, but certainly, you know, the last 15 years or so, uh, under the, the, the guidance and, and leadership of Lou Knotts and John Yurchuk, who you know really saved CalSpan. If not for those gentlemen, I do not believe CalSpan would be here in Western New York. Um, and so they have you know really empowered the management team here to make the very challenging changes that we talked about earlier 
and 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 get us where we are. And and we're very fortunate in Western New York to have owners who uh, are not traditional investors in companies. Um, you know, Lou Knott has worked at Calspan, you know, for nearly 40 years. Um, and, and both Lou and John are very committed to the Western New York area. And that is, it's been just a pleasure to, to work for them as a sixth generation Buffalonian myself and, and, you know, just a lover of Western New York and the people of Western New York. Um, it's been such a blessing to work for, for owners that, that feel the same way. And so lots of the decisions that have been made at CalSpan over the, the, my tenure here the last 12 years have not been made in a traditional investor sense. It's not just about way, what's the best return on investment on the dollars that we invest. And Lou and John have consistently taken the success that we've had and reinvested it in CalSpan time and time again. And so it's been um, an incredible, uh, an incredible journey as we stabilize the company and now have, you know, just continued to grow it. Um, in 2021, you know, we are uh, in the process of uh, building a new uh, sled test facility. Um, our sled test facility is uh, currently testing ch- infant child seats. So these are simulated crashes using a high G sled um, that, you know, fires the sled in a manner that simulates um, an auto crash uh, with car seats strapped in with you know, little child test test dummies. Uh, this is uh, part of the work we do for the National Highway Safety Administration and the OEMs who seek certification to sell their car seats in the United States and Canada. So that business has, uh, the, the machinery that we have is, um, you know, quite aged. And so we are uh, in the process of doing a significant upgrade that will expand not only to infant child seats, but also what's referred to as body and weight testing, which is uh, simulating crashes on the cabins of vehicles, not full-scale crash testing, which Kelspan also does. This is, you know, putting the various, uh, you know, uh, a replica of the cabins of the various vehicles and simulating uh, crashes to test some of the componentry inside the vehicles without having to do a full-scale crash test. So the new the new facility is going to enable us to, you know, expand our horizons and, and you know, again, it's just another example of, you know, a reinvestment that is going to, you know, add some additional jobs here in Western New York and strengthen CalSpan's prowess in the industry. Excellent. A little bit more information as we have five minutes left on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Shortly after his arrival to CalSpan Corporation as CFO in 2009, Peter Sauer initiated aggressive but necessary fiscal re-engineering, which included wholesale process change and the development of a strategic focus and concert with ownership's desire for stabilization and subsequent growth. Again, if you have any thoughts or comments, if you're listening in Amherst, New York, uh, Toronto, or Manhattan, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio. 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about the serious transformation of CalSpan 10 years ago when it sought to be recognized for its business practices and business performance as it was for its technical prowess. If you can go into that a little bit more. Peter Sauer. Sure. Well, I I spoke earlier about some of the cultural dynamics um, and the, uh, you know, the, the 
internal employee dynamics, but some of those other behaviors that we call out is striving for excellence in both business and technical execution, regardless of our roles or positions in the organization. And so in addition to the behaviors internally, we also challenged ourselves to you know, to really seek best business practices, um, you know, under under our value of innovation. We ask how this can be done better. This has, you know, become a way of life for us. And so these are things that just traditionally were not emphasized. And again, anytime you're going through changes, it's it's a challenging and, and big effort with our with within any organization. And we were essentially reevaluating everything we did. Um, and, and either validating that what we are doing is appropriate, or more often than not, the process of revalidating yielded uh, awareness that there's a better way to do things. And so we became better and better at quickly uh, shifting gears. If a better idea came along, we adopted it. We didn't resist. We didn't, you know, we 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 didn't. Um, sort of get territorial about the decisions we previously made. We admitted mistakes. We questioned our own assumptions. We did a lot of things that sound like simple concepts, but in real life in an organization with folks that have worked in an organization in some cases for many decades, uh, you know, these are, these are challenging things to do. So, um, we were very fortunate. We, we, I summarized CalSpan back in those days as being an organization that was, uh, struggled greatly with conflict. Um, there was conflict. There was there was uh, bad bad conflict management with customers. We had customers that, in some cases, hadn't had a price increase for ten years because our technical business leaders weren't comfortable having those conversations with our customers. And so, so when we when we started having those customers, or I'm sorry, those conversations with our customers, certainly there's never a customer that's happy about a price increase, but once those price increases were put in place, after the dust settled, the customers would say, yeah, we were so surprised you never gave us a price increase for all those years. So that was one area of, of mismanaging conflict. We also mismanaged conflict with our vendors. We had a lot of long-term vendors, just like we had a lot of long-term employees. We had some very long-term and trusted, I put in quotes, uh, trusted vendor relationships that you know, we're in some cases decades long and not revetted for decades. So guess what happened when we started revetting vendor relationships and requoting things that hadn't been quoted for a decade? You find out that you're paying, in some cases, double and triple market rate. Um, so that was another area of conflict that we mismanaged. But perhaps the biggest mismanagement that we did was with our own employees. Uh, we really didn't have hold our employees accountable for their behaviors, and we had a lot of employees while they were very strong and technical and cared about the company, pretty much did what they want. They, they, they came and went when they want their, their, their performance, uh, you know, versus budget for the tasks they needed performed were, you know, not held, you know, not held at a high performance level. And that was perfectly acceptable. Everybody got a socialistic wage increase and everybody just kept going about their business. In the meantime, you keep doing that over a period of time, the performance of the company starts to, starts to get hurt. And so, you know, we, we started managing conflict effectively in all those categories. I'm sorry, I have to bring the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 to close. We've learned a great deal from a very gifted, smart, uh, inclusive president of CalSpan, Peter Sauer. 
who works very hard with John Yurchik and Lou Knotts to grow this local company in Western New York, CalSpan. Thank you for enlightening us, Peter Sauer, and thank you to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, for the past 15 years. Have a great week. You've been listening to The Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at the Western New York community with news, features, and special guests. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write to Brian Rusk, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Amherst, New York, 14226. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.